Do you know a high schooler who is a natural leader and loves to give back to their community? The Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's Student Visionaries of the Year program might be the perfect opportunity. Forming strong teams to support them, Student Visionaries of the Year candidates fundraise for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society in honor of a pediatric blood cancer survivor in their local community. This seven-week philanthropic leadership development program helps students gain valuable life skills like project management, communication, financial literacy, and entrepreneurship. Not to mention, it looks great on college applications. But most importantly, it's a chance for students to engage in meaningful work within their community and make a real impact on the lives of blood cancer patients and their families. Learn more about Student Visionaries of the Year or nominate a student at lls.org slash students. That's lls.org slash students. With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Monday, May 8th, and we are here trying to help you make better financial decisions. The way that we do that, and maybe it's not even that. Mark, I have to change that. We are here holding your hand through whatever next is coming for you in your life, which often involves your money. And so it makes me laugh because it makes me think of my friend Raul, who says I shouldn't call the show Jill on Money. It should just be called Jill on Life. It's just that we use the money to kind of get some street cred because that's where I have some 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 semblance of expertise on it. But you know, whenever you're making a change in your life, you're going through a transition, something different, often it will impact your money. And if that's what you're contemplating, if that's what you're thinking about, then I encourage you to go to our website, jillonmoney.com. And there, there's a little button in the top, contact us, and you click it. Tell us what's going on and let us know if you want to come on the air. And then Mark does everything else. While you're on the website, if you are contemplating a big change, this is like an easy decision to make. Uh, All you have to do is buy the book, The Great Money Reset. And you can do that right from our website or wherever you do buy books. And the other thing you can do is you can subscribe to our brand new service. It's called Jill on Money Live. That's where you have access to quarterly live webinars and lots more special content that's going up. Those two things, if you bought the book and you subscribe to the new service, you're spending less than a hundred bucks. I got to say, Mark, I think that's a pretty good chance that someone's going to get a good high return on that investment. For a hundred bucks, I think you'll get some laughs, some information, some context, some guidelines, and that's what we hope to do. All right. So today, oh, by the way, for the cheapskates out there, there's plenty of free stuff on the website also. So don't worry. You're not cheapskates. I know. Don't feel like you have to, but I'd love it if you did buy stuff. Mark, next up, we're going to have merch. We have to think about what kind of merch we want for Jill on Money. Some sort of swag. We'll think about it. Uh, Today, we are joined by Elise, who's on the line in Illinois. Elise, would you like to wear a Jill on Money t-shirt? Would that be something you would actually ever wear? I think it's sort of silly. But what do you think? What kind of merch should we have? Uh, I like the idea of a mug. Oh, I like a mug also. I'm I'm drinking from a CBS Mornings mug. Mark, let's look into mugs. Maybe we should get uh, shot glasses. (laughs) (laughs) 
(laughs) (laughs) All right, Elise, tell us what's going on. How can we help you out? Well, I am very confused about the decumulation phase. Uh, In a nutshell, this is my final year of work. I'm retiring December 29th, 2023. Wow. I've been in my profession for, at that point, 44 years. I've been at the same law firm as a legal secretary for over 41 years. So it's time. Wow. Wait a minute. I know. The same firm? The same firm. Oh my God, that's amazing. People don't do that anymore. Not really. There's a there's still a few of us left though, us old dinosaurs. That's but my good. job has changed so dramatically. So I'm definitely ready for retirement. <laughs> okay, good. That sounds good. How old are you, Elise? I'm 64 right now. Any chance that you work at some one of these fancy law firms that has a pension? No pension. That's okay. So when you finish up, uh, are there any obligations that we will have to worry about? Do you have any debts that need to be settled up? Do we have to save some money ahead of time to do something for you? Other than my mortgage, I have no debt. Okay. So how much is the place that you live? How much is it worth? I would say 150000 okay. It's a very small condo. Okay. And what's the mortgage remaining? Um, I have about, uh, about 50000 left on the mortgage. Oh, great. And what's the interest rate on that? 3.25%. Okay, great. In advance of this this retirement, have you started to work through how much money you need? Like what is what is it that you will uh, require to live on? Well, at the time we got the 401ks, I immediately joined and I immediately got a one-time off financial planner. And of course, back then it was a million dollars. Mm. And I told them that if I made 800000 by the time I was 65, I would be happy. And I, I'm glad to report that I, I did make over a million during the pandemic, but now I have dropped down to around 927000 So, you know, with the decline in the market, it's down mm-hmm. a little bit. Okay. So I feel like I'm at a good point. I don't, I mean, I still consider it a modest retirement. That's probably because you hang around all those fat cat lawyers. Yeah. You know, I'm you sure know. that's part of it. 900 grand's a lot of money. But what about, what do you need to live out? Like, what do you earn now? Um, I earn, I would say all in with bonus and whatnot, probably 105. What do you think you need to live on though? Like on a monthly basis, you've got your mortgage, you go out to eat, you make some, you know, you do some stuff. What do you think is your, your monthly nut? I'm going to say 4500 a month. That's all in, including real estate taxes, life insurance, car insurance, all that stuff. Okay. What about Social Security? What's your game plan for Social Security? I plan to draw down as soon as I retire. Right now at 64, my monthly benefit would be 2591 What is it at your full retirement age, which must be 66, 67? It's six, yeah, 66.8, so 67. It would be $3,176 at full retirement benefit age. Uh-huh. Do you have any money that's hanging in the bank? Yes, you know, between, you said 927000 yes. That's the 401k, right? Right. Okay. Uh, between my checking and savings, I have just shy of thirty grand. Any other money that is invested, like in a brokerage account or some old bonds or I-bonds, anything like that? Nope. That's all I got. Okay. Got it. And you mentioned life insurance. Do you have kids? Do you have grandkids? Like what's the life insurance for? No, I am. Well, I'm single, no children. Um, I have two remaining nieces now, and it's just a small term policy basically to cover my funeral expenses to make sure that one of them will take care of their aunt and get her <laughs> cremated. <laughs> 
It's just a small term policy. I think okay. it's only like 25000 Okay. All right. Uh, are you planning on saying, when you say decumulation, but you probably don't feel this way, but like you're still young, right? You could live for 30 more years. Absolutely. So do you have any inclination to do anything part-time just to keep yourself like active, engaged, or are you just done, done? I feel I am done, done. Okay. You know the story about Social Security, right? You know that if we make you wait for your, you know, let's say three more years, the way that we would kind of manage that is this year you're fine, right? This year. And by the way, are you putting money into retirement right now? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's going right now. It's actually going into the Roth portion of my 401k, Mm -hmm. which I didn't even realize we had because it's way down at the bottom. And I was doing a rebalance a few years back. So there's not very much in the Roth. Most of it's all in tax deferred. I mean, 95% of it. I'm going to give you something that is maybe going to make you feel weird. I don't think you should put money into retirement anymore. Okay. I think you need to bulk up your bank account as much as you can. Okay. I mean, I did decrease it. I'm not putting as much in as I normally would. What's the match? Do you get a match at like 6%? No, we have a wonderful thing called a profit sharing. So Mm. we don't have to worry about a match. Then I would literally stop putting money in as, as long as you're getting that profit sharing. Great. And I would put all the money in the bank account and I would try to beef up that bank account before retirement. You know, because we have it till December, right? So that's number one. I want more money in there. Here's what I'm thinking. In 2024, you will literally have no income, right? Correct. Okay. So essentially what I'm thinking is in 2024, in 2025, and 2026, because I think you're 66.8 and 26. Is that right? I think so. I think think that's right. right. So how would you feel if we started pulling some money out of your 401k for the next three years. This is scary, but just go with me for a second. So presumably if we pulled money out of the 401k, let's say that you pulled out, I don't know, uh, 40 grand out of there, 50 grand, maybe 50 grand a, a year. I'm looking, actually, it's interesting because you, we may be able to pull money out of that account in, keep you in the 12% tax bracket. So the bracket at 12% for single is at 44725 So you'll get your standard deduction. Do you claim standard deduction now or do you st- yes. claim? And you, you do. Okay. So, oh, and by the way, you get an extra standard deduction if you're over age 65. That's really? just an extra. Yeah. I know that because I looked at my little Ed Slot chart and it said, told me that. So essentially- Let's say, Mark, does this work? She pulls out, say, 55 grand from her retirement account. She claims her standard deduction. She's now drops into the 12% tax bracket. She pays tax on the money and she lives on whatever that post tax amount is. It'd probably be more like four grand a month, not 45, but let's just say it's four ish. And you do that for three years. And then you can claim your higher social security benefit at 3176. Now, what's the benefit of that? The benefit is it's not just that 600 bucks a month, which is a pretty big benefit, but it's a big benefit to do that and delay and get some money out of this account and pay tax at a lower level. Because now we, we kind of know you're going to have to pull money out of this account over time. And we're just going to pull some of the money out now, pay the tax at the 12% bracket. And that's kind of a great 
like a tax arbitrage. You're paying at a lower tax rate, getting the money out, which you know you're going to have to take out eventually anyway. At the worst case, you're taking it out a little bit earlier than you'd like, but you're paying the 12% tax bracket, which, you know, you might actually end up in more like the 22% tax bracket and tax rates could go up. And so now what happens is I think that what would be kind of cool would be if you could do this, right? You know, we should talk a little bit about what happens, you know, in advance of that, because essentially what you'd want to do is as you come to the end of the year, you'd want to make sure that in that pre-tax account that you have you know, 60 grand in a money market account. Like you'd want to make sure the money's in cash so that God forbid there was some market meltdown. The money would be already preserved. And then you just every year, you know, so let's say maybe in the middle of the year, the end of the year, you sell off what you think you're going to need for the following year in cash. It's in the money market and you pull it out in the next year. And that's great. You're done. You're like, that will hopefully help you out. So let's say out of this 900 grand, that over the three years, we soak up, let's soak up like, even if we took 200 grand out of there, okay, and you're left with 700, you know, when you're looking forward, you don't need as much coming out of that account because you're going to get a higher social security benefit. And, you know, if you're thinking about social security, it is taxable, of course. You know, if you look at your need of 4,500 Now, all of a sudden, pulling money out of the account is much easier because you don't really need to pull that much out. You're, you know, maybe two grand a month and you can do that. You can definitely do that. I think that that might be a smarter way. I just feel like unless you tell me you have terrible life expectancy in your family or you're not well, I think delaying Social Security, pulling some money out at the 12% bracket could be a smarter and more efficient way for you to manage this decumulation. What about the notion of Social Security in 10 years? I mean, I'm kind of factoring that 20% loss. What What do you mean? What 20% loss? Well, they're talking now, you know, what is it? 2033? Yeah, but that's, but once you start, you're going to start pulling money. You claim Social Security in three years, right? They're not going to retroactively say, whoever's on Social Security, we're cutting your benefits. It's people like Mark that are going to get screwed. Are you sure? Because I thought it was going to uh-uh. impact people that were withdrawing, Mm-mm. were getting benefits. No way. No way. There'd be like an <clears throat> uprising. Since Social Security is the most popular program of like every benefit, that is just not going to happen. From all the people that I speak to, and you might, you know, listen, if you don't feel comfortable with this, I get it. But from my feet on the ground, kind of people who do really dive into this, what they say is, The system will change for the people who come later. It is not going to change for someone who's already claiming benefits. That would be, again, Mark and all of his Gen X uh, guys and gals. They are the ones who are going to have to swallow lower monthly benefits or or we're all going to pay higher taxes and they're going to keep benefits the same, which is probably the more likely scenario. I hear so much talk about a bucket system or a pie cake system yeah. um, well, and I paying mean, off your mortgage. Uh, there's no benefits. You can't, you can't pay off your mortgage. That's right. I was hoping you were going to say that. No I mean, I didn't way. see any you benefits cannot. of paying off my mortgage. No. You need your access to your capital. You need your money. You need your money right. working for you. So that's not how to do it. But look, I would say that number one, it's close. It's not, this is not a slam dunk. You're retiring after 44 years. Ideally, if you know you really want to, you said, I'm done, I'm toast. Ideally, you'd figure out how to make 15 grand a year 
for another few years while you're claiming, you know, like waiting to take social security, like you would do a little something, but if you're really toast, then I think you can do this. I don't know if you're going to be able to spend, how much longer do we have to pay off the mortgage? Uh, I think I have six or seven more years left. It was a 15 year fixed. Okay. So I don't really think you're going to have a problem because then that, that payment goes away. Right. And it's probably not that big a payment anymore. What's, what is the payment on the mortgage? It's just under 700, 667. Yeah. So look, I think this can work. I actually think delaying claiming your social security, pulling some money out of the pre-tax at the 12% tax bracket makes sense. Living on that money, you know, you, you can't go crazy in these early years. I you won't know, be. <laughs> you just cannot. If you feel like you're tight, then you get a little part-time income and it will be less tight. But decumulation is really, it's like a Jedi mind game because I know that we often will get ourselves like, oh my God, it's so hard. And this, it's really not that hard. Decumulation is basically saying, let me set aside the money I, I know that I'm going to need within the next year. So you sell something inside of the 401k, which will probably be an IRA rollover at some point. It's sitting in the money market account. You take it out and you use that to spend on and you don't dribble it out. Like some people say, oh, I like a paycheck every year. I like you having the amount of money in your checking and savings for the year. And you make sure you have the tax, you know, you have them withhold their ta- the taxes and that's it. And you live on that. And wait till you see how you change your habits as soon as that money starts dribbling down towards zero. Okay. So towards the end of this year, I want to contact Fidelity and move a portion 50,000 or 40,000 into yeah. a money market account. Yep. And then next year I say to Fidelity, send, send me, me this my 40, money. Send me 40 G's. That's and it. And then I put it in my savings account. Yep. And then you start living off that. But between okay. now and then I want that savings account more. I want you to beef up your savings. Okay. I mean, I definitely okay. reduced it quite a bit. I'm only putting 6% in. I mean, I actually had quite a bit more in my cash, but I did a massive remodel to my condo. Oh, how nice for you. Yeah. I, I went down to the studs for my kitchen and bath. It was it was fun. Oh, <laughs> But my I survived gosh. it all. It was before the pandemic, so I survived all, right. all of it. Uh, I think you're okay. If anyone is listening and saying like, wow, that seems tight, it could be tight. It may be tight. And if you want to make it less tight, two things, delay retirement. Isn't it nicer to retire at 45 years and 44? I'm just kidding. Um, it doesn't sound like that's on the table or get some part-time income. And maybe it's like even doing it at the law firm. Like, hey, when you get short staff and you need something, you got a project and you know what? Let me, I can do some stuff from home and I'll do it two days a week. She didn't like that, Mark. No, not really. It's a hard <laughs> no. You can call me back as we get closer to the end of the year. How's that? Can I give you that opportunity? And think about it. I know that it's like we're talking about big stuff for you. So let it sink in. Think about it. And then let's get back in touch as you get closer to the time, okay? And I definitely want a mug. (laughs) All right. we'll, We'll get the mugs going. All right. Good luck, Elise. Thank you so much for giving us a call. If you, like Elise, are really looking forward to a retirement and you need a game plan, you need a strategy give us a shout. It's jillonmoney.com. Contact us button and tell us what's going on. We would be so happy to help you out. While you're on the website, don't forget to sign up for the free weekly newsletter. It is uh, delightful every single Friday. So check that out. Leave us a rating and review on Apple and don't forget to do something nice for someone else today. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow.
Homes.com knows that when it comes to home shopping, it's never just about the house or condo. It's about the home. And what makes a home is more than just the house or property. It's the location and neighborhood. If you have kids, it's also schools, nearby parks, and transportation options. That's why Homes.com goes above and beyond to bring home shoppers the in-depth information they need to find the right home. And when I say in-depth, I'm talking deep. Each listing features comprehensive information about the neighborhood, complete with a video guide. They also have details about local schools with test scores, state rankings, and student-to-teacher ratio. They even have an agent directory with the sales history of each agent. So when it comes to finding a home, not just a house, this is everything you need to know all in one place. Homes.com. We've done your homework.